Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 69 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Tonight, we have some new Xbox Game Pass games coming to the service. Tifa's breast size has uh, is the cause of much controversy in the Final Fantasy VII remake. There is one Xbox Scarlet SKU now, according to a new report. And Dr. Mario World, the cell phone Dr. Mario game, has a release date. I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Michael McLeod. It's me, I'm here. Hello, Michael, how are you? I'm good. Uh, it's fitting that it's just the two of us for episode 69. Yep, no Cesar to... Uh... <laughs> Exasperating already. He was so looking forward to episode 69, (laughs) and he is not here. Now he's going to miss it. He and Russell are out and about, so. What it, it, well, I mean. We'll hopefully have them next week. What was going on? Anything that we can talk about or anything exciting? No Um, concerts or anything? uh, A bachelor party for one and visiting family for another. So more more or less family related uh, visits. We'll have to see if there's any cool. Gaming, cool, gaming related cool stories, stories to come out of it that come from it. Yeah. Okay. It seems like when you travel places, you end up finding some neat stuff. That's the only thing I do. <laughs> I just travel to look for game stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Work may send me here, but um, we know, we really know what this mission's about. Work, work sends me somewhere, and I type in video games into Google Maps <laughs> as soon as I get there. When we went to Chicago, man, we just packed out that schedule, and I I had looked, but not like really looked, and it pulled up common game spots. It didn't really pull up. Uh, 90% of what I find is GameStops. And, yeah. But if you see, like, Jim's Game World, that's where you want to go. That's where you want to head to. That's go where see, you want to go. Go see Jim at the Game World. Yeah. Al's toy barn of uh, yep. <laughs> of video game stores. He's clucking like a chicken on the commercials. All right, so it's just the two of us. Uh, we're in the post-E3 news drought, as you could tell by the little preamble. It's not a whole shit ton of news to go over. That's okay. But it's allowed us to play some more games. I'm kind of newsed out. I am too. We yeah. had two episodes that were basically just all news. I'm kind of newsed out and I'm kind of kind of broke. So much stuff that I had to pre-order. That was an expensive week. Did you pre-order right after a lot of that stuff? Uh, yeah, because some of that stuff I didn't know. Like, Nino Kuni was nowhere at the time, except for the Namco store. No one had it? Uh, that was the only place you get it, so I was like, is this exclusive? I don't know that. We need to investigate that. What did it end up being? Was it like a separate SKU they had? or? Well, I wanted it on PS4, so um, it wasn't on Amazon. It wasn't at Best Buy, so. Very weird. Clack. Just the store. <laughs> yeah, we have a, uh, we're actually at a an off-site, no podcast recording yep. studio. Gorilla recording. <laughs> we would pick Gorilla, gorilla Radio. <laughs> <laughs> we would pick episode 69 to be at a different a different location, but hey, we, uh, we try to make it work to get you content. Yep. We were curious last week. Remember, we did the we recorded two episodes and then put them up twice in the same week. Mm-hmm. And we're curious how listeners would would embrace the two episode format. And we got even more listens on that second one. Do you think it was because remember that had like Nintendo Show and who else? Was I actually that have last? no Square idea Phoenix. like what the reasoning was there. Like I can't I can't fathom like why we got more views or listens on one. Well, not views. People are viewing our podcast. They view it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning is there. So. Like, we get numbers from SoundCloud. They just tell us how many people listen to the episode. But I'm always curious, like, what drives a certain thing. Was it a hashtag that was in the, in the uh, episode notes? Was it the content? You know, that was, I would say that would be the more more, more exciting episode of the two. Oh, definitely. Because, yeah. I mean, we talked about Nintendo, and that was, the, that was the exciting part of E3. Nintendo's hot right now, so maybe that was it. You never know. All right, you want to go straight into this uh, other news? I didn't even pull up these links yet. Oh, well. Open link. 
You want to take the first one? Sure, if it will open the link for me. Oh, there it goes. This is from Polygon. This is, uh, yeah, thank you, Polygon, for typically providing a good chunk of our new stuff. They do do that. Do do. Do do that. (laughs) Do do do. They do do it. All right. (laughs) We're getting off to a great start here. Classless as usual. I'm actually looking for it here. I'm 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 on the thing, but they added uh what four new Game Pass games to the so Game Pass service. One of these I thought was already in there. I'm trying to find it now. I'm on the article and I don't actually see where it says what they are. Maybe I'm just skimming it too quickly. But uh, I know Resident Evil Revelations was one of them. Resident Evil Revelations is coming June twentieth. Okay, which is out then, already. Yeah, so by the time listeners are hearing this... And that was the, that was a, uh, originally a 3DS game, but I think it translates very well. How many how many times do you own that game? Revelations? Yeah. 3DS, PS4, I have, Switch. I have it on Switch. I have it on 3DS. Maybe PC? I have it on Xbox One. <laughs> I have it on Wii U. That was <laughs> a good-ass game for 3DS. I bought the Circle Pad attachment just for that. Uh, I think most people bought the Circle Pad attachment just for that. That yeah. and Kingdom Hearts. And Metal Gear. You could use the uh, oh, yeah, you could yeah, use yeah, the yeah. panel Metal Gear. Metal Gear is so hard to play on 3DS, even with the circle pad, though. Yeah, but it had that crouch. It had the crouch shoot where you could stay in the crouch. and That's true. That is the... Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate is also... Uh, fa- uh, actually, Monster Hunter 3 uh, is really good with uh, that. 4 you, is good as well. You and I were talking about the uh, cheap Wii U games, and this Monster Hunter 3, I it's think, $5. Is, is 5 bucks. Not bad, right? That's probably my second most played Monster Hunter game. Really? It's so good. Are the servers still up for it? Because I bought a copy. I don't know. That's Might not the one, had one. That's not the one you need to play, though. That's not the one to jump into. No. Jump into world. That's a hardcore one. <laughs> it's a real monster. That's that's world. a real monster. Hunter. You're not ready for that. I'm one. not saying that Monster World's not, but it's not as yeah. Also on June 20th, we're getting Rare Replay, um, which is a whole lot of games. That's 30 games from uh, from Rare. That's yep. Battletoads, Banjo Kazooie. Uh, Perfect Dark, which a lot of these, if you have an Xbox One X, are enhanced to 4K, Banjo-Kazooie being one of them. All these are, as a matter of fact. Banjo-Kazooie, Perfect Dark, and Viva Pinata. That's true. In their respective sequels. Uh, on June 7th, Game Pass will also add Torment, Tides of Numenera. It's 27th. June 27th, what did I say? 7th. June 27th. June 7th has come and gone. It has. <laughs> An RPG set in a fantasy world. Which I can picture the cover, but not the game. I don't know what the game is. Oh, that's coming to PC. Is it? I read that wrong. That is Xbox Game Pass for PC along with Goat Simulator. This is going to get confusing. Goat Simulator is also coming to uh, regular Xbox, I believe. I mean, regular Xbox. <laughs> Xbox. The, non, the non-computer-based The non-computer one, one yeah. The box. Um, leaving, okay, here's leaving Game Pass. It's going to be Next Up Hero on June 27th and on June 30th. Dead Island Definitive Edition, Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition, Shadow Complex Remastered, Ultimate, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and Zombie Army Trilogy will be leaving the service. So definitely download those if you just, have not Yeah, yet. just download them all. Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition, Shadow Complex. Actually, you know what? Just about everything in there. They're all good ones. Is is fantastic. I wouldn't mind playing some more Dead Island again. That's fun to just jump into co-op. And I, you know, I tried to do that not that long ago, and it's just, I think... What is that game? Uh... It'll come to you. It'll come to you. It's a dead something. Dying it's light. Dying light. Whatever. <laughs> dead island. Dying light. <laughs> dying light dead is so daylight. much better. So uh, it, it kind of killed Dead Island for me a little bit. Dead Island was kind of the first one there. and I, remember, I played a lot of the PS3 one with a buddy of mine with the free online service and all, you know. 
Hmm. We had a good time with it. Um, you actually mentioned in pre-production you can get the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscriptions. They're they're selling for fifteen dollars right now for a three month SKU. Correct. So which that, is great. So a whole year what you would normally play pay for regular Xbox Live, you could have a Game Pass as well yep. on and PC a, as well. And apparently we talked about the policy the last week or the week before. We talked about how they would not stack appropriately. Like if you already had the Ultimate subscription and you added that, mm-hmm. but it would like it would prorate the months and the services. But since this is an ultimate Game Pass thing, like, so for me, you and Cesar and anybody else that followed along, I think Russell did it too. You'll be able to get one of these and just add it to the end of your subscription. It won't prorate any of those months. Which is good. Yep. Because, uh, yeah. $5 a month for that is just so freaking great. And when they added the PC thing, that was just icing on the cake. All right, Game Pass. We icing love Game on the Pass. tacos. All right, Michael. Episode 69. Let's talk boobs. Yeah. Of course. There's a whole lot of drama behind this for some reason. I'm not really sure why. And, I, and I'm not 100% sure what was going on. Um, I could just straight read the article. This is also from Polygon. But uh, Square Enix explains why it changed Tifa's breast in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, so so yeah, Cesar's, Cesar's talked about this on a podcast before, but like there's a there's a kickback right now against Sony for censoring certain games. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Adult-themed uh, it's usually around like breast humor and things like that, but um, people were freaking out. I thought the I thought after the trailer came out that everybody loved Tifa's design. Like, what was the big issue with that? Uh, I thought it was fine too. I right? Didn't, didn't see. Now people seem to be freaking out, but they're saying they they shrunk her breast for censorship and all this kind of stuff. When Square Enix's response is just that um, here's the actual quote from Tetsuya Nomura: "It was necessary to restrict her chest." Uh, because of the fact that she's a fighter. They wanted her to have an athletic feel. Yeah. And if you look at the proportions of those sprites or polygons from the original Final Fantasy VII, none of them are accurate. No. Like, the only reason I think... (laughs) You know how the... the Cloud doesn't look like Popeye, for one. I mean... Yeah. You know, the whole thing behind Mario having a a mustache was so that they could separate his mouth and his eyes in that sprite. Mm -hmm. I think the reason her breasts were so big just in that game was to differentiate her as a female character. You know, if you look at the way the polygons look, and they're not very detailed, like, <laughs> Cloud looks like he has the same uh, gun arms that Barrett does with those, like, squared off, True. I always ugly... thought, well, you don't get Dragon Ball references, but I always thought, thought Cloud looked like a Gohan from Cell Saga, but... With the spiky hair and all that? I mean, he's wearing the purple thing, too. <laughs> i have to pull up a, a photo uh, later and show you, but yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Uh, so then there was a whole thing about downsizing her breasts and all this kind of stuff, and it, it was... They made her a natural-looking character instead of that caricature from the polygonal Final Fantasy VII game. So, I don't think it's a. I don't think it is this big deal. And there were some people online saying she's definitely a B cup. And there are these same people online uh, apparently have never seen actual breasts before and are not, not aware of the. They need to go back to that Seinfeld episode where. Uh, his dad, Frank, is asking, is, is it Frank Costanza? It is Frank Costanza. That sounds about right. He, George is going to work at the bra uh, shop, and his dad is walking him through the cup sizes. You know about the cup sizes, right? And he makes his mom go get one of the brassiers. He's going to be he's gonna be working at the shop. Everyone needs to go watch that episode if, if you're unaware of the, You just need to watch the, Seinfeld the, in the general. The appropriate cup sizes. Yes, Seinfeld is, is must-watch must viewing. So this is important because it, it, it isn't important. That's what I'm getting at, so... <laughs> uh, it's like a non-story story for yeah, this some is, reason. This is uh, this is people get infinite for no reason. Uh, things are going to change. 
I think she looks good. Everyone thinks she looks good. Awesome. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Just leave it alone, man. Uh, Breastgate. It looks. Yeah, exactly. Breast I think it looks good. Nineteen. If you have any comments on uh, on that story, any any input you want on that, um, let us know. Give us a holler. You just found something online, Michael. Would you? No, just, I did not. I I hit the wrong button. But you I closed out your news. But I'm good now. So we had reported, uh, well, we didn't report. We read a report of someone who had a rumor of the... <laughs> we reported. Yeah. We, Get it right. We sent Michael out there on the beat. He did uh, exactly. He, he did some sleuthing and came back with a I had a my hat story. with a press pass stuck in the top of it and a feather on the other side. <laughs> we won a SAG award for last week's episode. Yeah. And, uh, we're you, we're you, moving up. You might be up for a Pulitzer after this one. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the, the going rumor was that there were going to be two next-generation Xbox SKUs, like two separate consoles, like a super high-end one and then like a... And then one to stream mainly, I think it was the other a one. A streaming type one. It would still play, still, but it would be more of a, yeah. Right, almost like the this current generation has had the X and the S for now, mm-hmm. what, the past two years now, two and a half years? Yeah, quite some time. But um, who is this? Throat.com, I think that's who we talked about before, um, is reporting Microsoft is now focused solely on the high-end Xbox console. So it was Anaconda and Lockhart, which was Lockhart was the affordable option. That's right. Yep, that sounds right. Yeah. They previously reported that Scarlet would ship with the high-end console and a cloud console with limited amounts of local compute for specific tasks like controller input, image processing, and collision detection. But the cheaper Holiday 1S style console, codenamed Lockhart, would appear Holiday 2020. So that was in the original article, so that's not... The one everyone's going to get, probably. Yep. Parents always get the cheaper one for the kid. Phil, <laughs> Phil Spencer says, because um, someone asked him about the consoles, Business in- Insider did, and he said, quote, last year we said consoles, and we've shipped the console, and we've now detailed another console. I think that's plural, said Phil Spencer. Yeah. Right now we're focused on Project Scarlet and what we put on stage. Yeah, because I, I honestly, like, when we heard about Project Scarlet, I kind of forgot all about the fact that they're being two. Yeah. Uh, until you, until this article popped up, really. And I'm with, just like, oh, yeah, that's right. With them, out of the, with them out of the gate getting their asses kicked by PlayStation with all the digital foundry 1080p versus 960p videos and all that kind of stuff. And the, the, the response with Xbox One X, you knew they weren't going to come out of the gate with this one and have a weaker... You know they weren't going to allow for that marketing spend to be to be used against them. No, I don't think they're going to come out with a weaker console this time at all. It'll rather be on on par or above. So the article finishes up saying sources familiar with Microsoft's plans tell The Verge that the plans for Lockhart were scrapped many weeks ago thanks to developer concerns and a bigger focus on XCloud. While Microsoft may introduce a basic box to access XCloud in the future, the focus is a single project Scarlet console for launch in holiday 2020 alongside Halo Infinite, okay. which makes perfect sense. Because apparently everyone that tried out XCloud at E3, like, they were streaming Gears 4 to it, Halo 5, like... Um, no problem, spe- huh? The specific report that stuck in my mind was someone that was playing Gears 4, and they pulled off Active Reload. You know how you have that little tiny window to get the Active Reload on your Lancer? If you can manage that, it's doing okay. Hey, they yeah. were playing on a phone and had the controller there. Now, they, Phil Spencer even said this later on. He said they had them hardwired, the controller and the phone. I mean, still, though. Right, that was to avoid because there were so many Bluetooth devices exactly. in that convention center. They didn't want to interfere with all that stuff. I mean, still, like, I mean, I wonder what they were pulling down there. They so, were being hardwired in. <laughs> I was talking to Cesar about this earlier this week, but he's kind of into getting a launch console along with Halo Infinite just to do the whole launch Xbox and Halo thing. I probably will be too. <laughs> I've been telling myself because I just got the One X, I've been telling myself if it looks great on that still, just go with that one, but I know there's going to be some kind of. I mean, I'm sure between. it's going to look fantastic, but. I don't really see what the. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm probably 
going off topic slightly here, but shoot, what would be the possibility of X Cloud coming to like Xbox One X? Like, Extremely likely, I think. Like they just put an app on there. Extremely likely. To where you could maybe get an Xbox One X and then uh, stream Scarlet Games onto it. I think you'll get xCloud on your original Xbox One. You think so? I think it'll be on that. I, I think they would kill their, they had their on, sales of they Scarlet. They on a phone, though. Oh, I... There's not. It, there's going to be a discrepancy between native rendering and the streaming. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure too. But I mean, I'm just saying. Like, if you have, if you really want to play Halo, whatever, Halo Infinite, obviously, right? <laughs> Halo Seven, uh, Halo Siete. <laughs> yeah, and you you can just go buy an Xbox One S used. That would, uh, you know, I, that would. I think that would deteriorate some of their sales from uh, Scarlet. Think but, so? I don't know. I'm not that guy. I'm not a business analyst, so we have to see, man. I'm excited. They, I like their plan. But I could see them putting it on X, just because that has a bit more horsepower and would be able to pull it off a bit easier. It does. It does. It has a lot more horsepower, actually. But you know what I'm saying. I've noticed a difference. I tried to. Uh, I think I talked about it last week, but I was trying to tell myself I didn't need one until there was actually a good deal. for I mean, one. you don't need one. But uh, it, it I, makes a freaking difference. Like now that I've seen certain games, like yeah. Gears Two. Oh my God, Gears Two looks unreal on there. I need to show you. Uh, I need to show you Ghost Recon. If you check haven't it seen, out. yeah. Oh my God. No, we'll fire it up here in a little while. Yeah, and check Ghost it out. Ghost Recon. You showed me some Assassin's Creed um, Odyssey, Odyssey earlier, and it yeah. was gorgeous. Yes. Odyssey looks so good on it. All right, wrapping up news before we go into games played. We're actually going to get in some uh, some pretty good amount of games played on this one. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo's mobile Dr. Mario is coming out in a few weeks. This is coming from The Verge also. I sent you guys a link. Yeah, you sent an iOS link, but I have an Android phone. You can get it on your I'll iPad. I'll probably do it on this, but uh, yeah. yeah. So the date is coming out. I pre-registered on both. It's coming out on July 10th, and you can pre-register right now on the iOS App Store and Google Play, like uh, Michael was saying. Um, it actually looks okay. The, the only weird thing, really, is that the the viruses were talking in it. Did you see that? I didn't even bother. They have like it's Doctor Mario. I was just like, I'm just gonna go with it. I'm gonna play it anyway. You're so. down regardless yeah. for some Doctor Mario. I didn't even Grace. bother watching it. Oh, I see. But um, they're not talking yet. But she's I'm surprised. I mean, I knew this was coming. I realized mm-hmm. everyone was talking. But uh, I'm surprised they didn't say anything about the Mario Kart because we saw that test beta stuff or whatever going on for that. Yeah, we never got an announcement. I'm surprised that. that doesn't have a pre-reg. If it's if it's that far along, maybe it has a lot more issues than. That is interesting. Yeah, the viruses. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know all about right. all that. But it's classic Dr. Mario. It's match three. You just played on mute. <laughs> there you go. You're fine with it. You might be able to. Turn it, it plays off. that song though. I mean, I like that Dr. Mario music. Mm-hmm. Dr. Mario World. Did they say much of the like the currencies or anything? Like, how are they going to make money on this one? I don't know actually. Um, it is free to play. I mean, they make money on Animal Crossing by selling you leaf tickets. They make money on Fire Emblem by selling you things to draw characters. The gotcha aspect of it. So I'm trying to like piece together a way in which we could monetize Dr. Mario, and I'm really having a hard time doing it. Maybe, it's <laughs> Maybe you only have so trailer. many tries, and then uh, you have to buy tickets to keep drawing. I'm yeah, not sure. I didn't finish this trailer. They may not have shown even how it's monetized. I usually don't think they do in these trailers because they don't want to turn people away. Rainbow capsules match any color. All right, here you go. Choose an item or uh, items to use. There's items. So you can buy special items, probably to move up stages or worlds. Diamonds. I don't know. That's probably it. Use diamonds to purchase what? 
to add more capsules. Oh, you can you can buy your way out of it. Like you can buy the rainbow ones to clear the stage. Mm. This looks like the closest thing to Candy Crush that Nintendo has uh, has tried to pull off yet. True. It's I never even candy played Crushes. Candy Crush though. So. Really? Yeah, I know it's popular, but I never. Man, played some it. people. I know some people have gotten mad addicted into that. Mm. I've and never been that super into mobile games. Pokemon Go, I think, is probably my biggest one. So I still play that. My most played is probably still Doodle Jump on my old ass wow. iPod Touch. Yeah, I never Doodle Jump. It never gets its hands in, in you know, never sinks into me. I tried um, what was the Mana esque one that came out last year, like last fall. I actually tried that and was enjoying it a little bit, but it just never it never stuck with me. Uh, I played Jade Empire. I mean, a lot of those stuff that I uh, played on here is console ports. Right, they're not actual like mobile esque. Yeah. Uh, Dragalia Lost is the game I was trying That's to come right. up with. Device Six is an iPad game I had sent you. You did. Um, it's it's not really a game so much as an interactive novel. It's pretty good. Uh, all the Dragon Quests are good on here. Except for eight. Not good on oh, iPad. I'm forgetting. Last year I dove into Donut County. Oh yeah. Florence. Yeah. And the Mrs. Beat uh, Gorgoa. Gorgoa. Yep. I have I have that all on here. Well, except for Florence because I beat it and deleted it. I know you were you play you played uh, and tried out Elder Scrolls Blades, which I've deleted because I wasn't a fan of. Okay, so you cooled off on that one. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll try it again on Switch? Uh, yeah, you know what? If it's a free download, I don't see why not. Just out of curiosity. Yeah. Yeah, I'm deleting it as we speak. I forgot it was. Even Monster Hunter Stories on iPad is fantastic. It plays well. It plays better than the 3DS one to me. Really? It's really good. Just graphically, it looks better. Graphically, it looks way better. I can imagine. It runs smoother, loads faster, and it it still controls fine. Because it's a turn-based RPG, so... So you don't have to have, like, the stick It's not, a, stick not an issue, but, like, I have Final Fantasy Tactics on here. I have not even played. Uh, that was the PSP port, if I remember right. I believe it is, correct. I have Donut Counties on here. I'll, I could probably delete that at this point, because I'm probably not going to touch it. Professor Layton, totally worth it. Does that play pretty well? Yeah. With the touch, touch input? Actually, great. Because, I mean, it was a DS game. Most of it was touch input anyway, so... Right. Uh... Not in the news, but sadly, what you can't re, uh, pre-register for, Dragon Quest uh, Walk, which is uh, was like a Dragon Quest Pokemon Go-esque game. I, I meant to add that in the news and totally forgot, so I'm glad, you, I'm glad you're throwing it out. Well, honestly, I forgot until we started talking about mobile games. Did you start looking at it and see what it, uh, it, looks how cool. it plays and everything? I don't want to look at it too much because then I'm going to be sad that I'm probably not ever going to play it. <laughs> you can't spoof your phone into thinking you're in a different spot. You have a spare phone, right? Can't you? Can't you trick it? I do, but... Yeah. Have they got it designed for certain maps and things like I that? I don't know. The integration? Who's it, making it? It looks like a... I think it's Square Enix uh, directly. I'm not positive, though. I could be completely wrong. I, I didn't look too much at it. I just saw some screenshots, saw the pre-rendered trailer. It looked like a more in-depth Pokemon Go. Um, I don't know if you're capturing monsters, but I know you can um, like set where you're going as yeah. a quest. Um, so, like, say I'm going to uh, Target or whatever. That could be my quest objective, and when you get there, you get points or something. I don't know. That's cool. Yeah. I know uh, John Riccardi was talking about it last week. He didn't get in, but he was super excited about it. Yeah. Did he see any footage of it? Like, he knew somebody that got into the beta? Yeah, he knew somebody. Uh, I think that was last week on the 8-4 Play podcast, so another good podcast to listen to. I did listen to that one. Yeah. Dude, let me some 8-4. The arms are like killing me. I'm sorry, uh, man. That's all I hear. I, j- I move around a lot. I'm gonna start. That's I'm what gonna, I do. I'm gonna move mine down. Yeah, we would see you when we did the video podcast. We would like see you ducking in and out of the screen. Man, it was like really hard to uh, sit on the floor there. I'm not because no. Did you step on him? No. <laughs> I just heard it. I heard that cat. 
But now I was sitting like on the floor, mm-hmm. so like I, after a while, I started to get antsy. We all need uh, professional studios. We'll, we'll spend some of our Patreon funds for studios yeah. for yeah. each of us. It's overflowing right now. We got to spend that money on something. We got to. Yep. It's it's like that scene in um, Breaking Bad where we have that uh, storage locker that's just got a pallet full of money on it. It's not like that at all. It's absolutely not like that. Yeah. We're just scraping pennies by. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you had the Yeti so I didn't have to dismantle mine and break down our little mini studio upstairs and everything. We all have Yeti, so we, we could we could end up doing some more remote stuff. Yeah. I haven't used this one that much, to be honest. So. Yeah, I'm trying to be super smooth with my movements. That's I think that'll do it. Like if I'm if I'm real easy with laying my <laughs> arms down, I don't hear it. I just don't think about it. Yeah. That's my problem. It's all good. I may have that extra that boom mic that I have, the extra one, it's got a the lip on it is too like you would need something more narrow than this. Mm. But you could probably do it like you could find something back there to you set get a it up. Card too. table or something. That would work. Or like the the edge of the cabinet with the glass on it. You could set it on that. Kind of how I have that coffee table set off to the side that that holds the stand for us. Mm. All right, so you want to go into games play? We can do that. Want to get us started? Sure. Or do you want me to? I haven't played anything in a while. Until this week, that is. Until this week. I'll jump into it. Go for it. Uh, I jumped into the 3DS pretty hard. We for should some have reason. played something co-op beforehand. That would have been super. We smart. talked about doing Armed and Dangerous, and I just I can never you got play that. that co-op? You just wanted me to play it. So we I could wanted talk you to play it, it so we could talk about it because yeah. it's super interesting. Well, I'll push the 3DS stuff back. I did play some co-op with Russell. I fired okay. up. Uh, we played Master Chief Collection, and neither one of us wanted to dive into like uh, starting a new campaign or anything. So we just ran uh, Silent Cartographer, the awesome beach mission from the first Halo. Okay. And uh, we played it on Legendary. I'd never really tried Halo Legendary before, uh, and we died. It's a die fest. That's you should, We what? died maybe once or twice. Really? And we stormed all the way through it. I guess we've played it so much. Like, I died much more than that, but that just probably says more about my skill than, than that mode. Uh, Russell's a lot better Halo player than me, so maybe yeah. I was more of a support and just kind of hang back and scope in with the pistol type thing. But uh, this was one of the first games that I've that I've played on the X, that where I could see see the patch, you know. Okay. And it's just it's incredible. It looks so good and plays so well. You know, see when I played it on the X, because I mean, you, I guess you've probably played it more recently than I have. I couldn't tell a difference because to me it always looked great. Yeah. And it had been so long. I'm sure there's a huge difference, or at least a noticeable one. Well, the most but, uh, recent, like the Xbox One X enhanced patch, was like last fall. Did you have you played it since then? Yeah, I've played it, but and it looks really good. But it's just like, oh, did it always look really this good? So, I don't know. I just I think it's just been too current for me to notice a, a big change. I got you. It's like where as a, like Ghost Recon, I I played it maybe a month or so apart, and I saw the way you, you can know. tell. Yeah, it was. I mean, I could definitely line. tell it's 4K. Yeah. It's, it's pretty. It's good, man. We had a good time. And the Legendary was like that little extra bit of challenge, but it, it almost seems like, first off, the AI was faster and smarter, but it also seems like they take way more hits. So it was kind of a, it turns into a more of an ammo conservation. Mm. Cesar would call it the uh, Halo of, Halo, Resident Evil of Halo. No. It's always about uh, ammo conservation. This is Halo 1, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, the silent cartographer mission. So okay, they drop yeah, you yeah, off, yeah. they drop you off the Pelican, and then you storm up the beach, and then they drop off the, the Warthog. And you take the Warthog and disable the bunker, and then you can go down. This is when you start to go inside the Halo. And you start to discover, like, uh, the Covenant have been here for a while. They're aware of, you know, what's going on. You know, they've got a grasp on something. You're still trying to figure out what the Halo is all about. I can't imagine playing 
legendary on that because I like to use a pistol, and the pistol runs on ammo way too quick for me. It does. It does. <laughs> it's the same problem with the battle rifle. Cause I love that weapon, but it's always even me, on even on normal. It's let gone. me know if you want to try one of those. Like if you have a favorite level, like that just happens to be ours because that's we've always played Halo together, and that just happens to be our level. I haven't so. played a Halo like straight in a minute. I've been waiting for Reach to come out. Uh, and through Master Chief Collection. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want to do. Because it'll play way better when it's. I mean, it looks damn good on 360, but yeah, now, we did have an issue. Uh, Russell had to back out. He was having lag, like you know, two frames per second type jumping lag and all that stuff. So oh no, they're supposed to have fixed all that netcode, but it seems like every time we play, no matter if it's like one person or we're getting four people in there for co-op, it, there's some kind of jank involved. Hmm. So hopefully they'll continue to to improve that. Song. Russell was having issues when we were playing Division a little bit, though. I wonder if it's his connection. We're starting to we're starting to hone <laughs> starting, in, starting to narrow it down, starting to figure out what the issue might be. Yep. Tighten up, Russell. Um, I also tried out. This was today. I got I've got two CRTs. I've got multiple CRTs. I've got two <laughs> only two. I've got two CRTs that I've trying been trying to get. Like these are renowned for being. They're not PVMs or BVMs, but they're renowned for being super high quality consumer grade CRTs. One's a 14 inch Toshiba and the other is a 13 inch Trinitron. And they both have uh, component input, composite. The Trinitron doesn't have S-Video, but the, the Toshiba does. And I've been pretty happy with the Toshiba's like performance and all that, but the Trinitron had some weird geometry, like when you would, what did I see it on, see it on first? Um, the video you were playing was Sonic Adventure 1, I believe. That's after I'd made some adjustments to it though. Uh, I think it's when I first got it and I fired up, I think Burnout is what I had put in there. Right after you told me Burnout Revenge to play the Xbox one so I could load the custom soundtracks in. Yes. And it was, the image was tilted. And it wasn't in, like I went in the main TV settings and just tried to rotate it back. But it was already neutral. So it was it was off. Mm. So I ordered a uh, remote for that TV off of eBay. It was like six bucks. So I could get into the service menu. There's like a certain button combination you have to hit to be able to go in and make changes to the geometry and the axis and pitch and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so I tinkered around with that for probably two hours today, Jesus. just messing with those settings, going, like I, I threw it way off. I got way worse before I could like try to reel it back in. Cause it, they give you abbreviations in the top corner of like what everything is. And I've downloaded, uh, there's a, I can't remember the guy's name. I should throw him some props, but he, he made a thing called the 240p test suite. And you can load it up as a ROM, like on Nintendo or Genesis or Super Nintendo, and it'll show you, like, it'll put up grids for how you need to align your TV to, to properly display the image and all that. Okay. But, so the easiest thing that I had access to was Dreamcast. So there's a Dreamcast image for it. I just burned that to a disc and popped it in and, and loaded it. And it actually puts, uh, it puts the guy's um, name and the 240p suite title on the VMU, if you have a VMU in your in your Dreamcast controller. That's... I, I thought it was a cool touch. A little touch. extra. I thought it was a need, cool touch. That didn't need to happen, but right. hey. So I was tinkering around with that a little bit. So listeners, if you need a copy of that, if you want to mess with some of your CRTs, uh, let me know. I'll rip you a, an image of that. Um, I might need Dreamcast to mess thing. with uh, mine at some point. <laughs> it's pretty cool. You have to have a Dreamcast, what is it, the Zero Series or the One Series only plays? I got three Dreamcasts. One of them's bound to <laughs> One of them's going to work. Yeah, one of them's bound to work. I don't think any of the ones that I've popped discs in have failed to play backup. Okay. So I think cool. I think the majority of Dreamcasts, because there weren't many made, I think there's only two or three revisions. Yeah. So the majority of the ones are going to be the early ones. I only have a couple backups, and I think they play. So uh, the one I have in there should work. So that's probably not a problem. Mm -mm. I think you can look. There's a way to look at the release date, too, and match I'm it up. Sure you don't have is. to look at a revision number. You know if it says September 99, you're good to go. There you go. It's got it. 
Um, what I was getting at with the 3DS stuff, after watching all this Animal Crossing footage from E3, you know, they, they delayed it and some people were bemoaning that. I looked at a list of best Animal Crossing games. I've got all of them, except for... I did not have the most recent one, New Leaf, on uh, 3DS. I don't... Is that you the, didn't have it? I did not have it. I, here's the story behind this. I have a love-hate relationship with Animal Crossing, right? Mm-hmm. I dive into it so hard, I don't play anything else. Like, it consumes me. So, with New Leaf, the first go-around, it, like, it's probably... Cesar would joke that... Uh, the system settings is my number one play 3DS game or eShop or something like they, that. They count that. It's so. up there. But uh, Animal Crossing, man, I put like 30 hours into it in like two Animal and Crossing two and a half is weeks. definitely my, I mean, I, I guarantee it's that. Dragon Quest Nine is my second, I know. But Animal Crossing, I think I have 95-something hours in there. So it's so I love this game, but it gets hold of me too much. But I wanted to play it again, and there was a sale for some reason. Amazon had the 3DS, the digital code. Because mm-hmm. if there's any game to have digital, I think this is one to have. They had it for 15 bucks. So I was like, oh, let's throw it in there. Go for it. And I've made a new village. I guess it didn't pull my save from before, no. which is which is fine. I, I didn't even know what was going on in that anyways. I just spent a lot of time fishing and catching fossils. So guess what I'm doing now? Fishing and catching. <laughs> fishing and digging up fossils. Um, Animal Crossing is awesome. It is awesome. It's. I put a lot of time in this, but the good thing about these games is you could put 30 minutes a day in and like be done with it because it's that's it's, what you're telling me over chat it's based yeah. off real time yep you can get everything you need to get done in 30 minutes if you need to do something at night like say event starts at six yep. yeah just come back at six or it can stop you from doing something like i had i had caught a bunch of fish and run around and got shells and all that and the place i needed to go to closed at like 11 it was like 11.02 yep i was like damn it well i guess i'm done with this for tonight so it it, it kind of cuts you off like play it for half an hour to maybe an hour every day but the time adds up quick it does it does. Uh, there's a special... That's not my kind of game at all. But there's a special magic to those Animal Crossing games. Yeah. I don't know. I don't quite know what it is, but it's awesome. I was very curious to hear, and I'm sad that you had to buy a new copy. I was curious to hear what all the villagers were saying. What they would say if I popped it in? Because I did that. Uh, not uh, Maybe last year. Because mm-hmm. I, I played the shit out of it like when it first came out, too. And then right. I popped it in maybe last year or so. You go in there, and the villagers... For, some of them are different, for one. They moved in, moved out. Right. But uh, the ones that don't recognize you, their their dialogue is hilarious. It's usually like, get out of my house. Who are you? Okay. Oh, wait, you're the mayor. Because <laughs> they don't know who you uh, are. It's been so long. Yeah. And then uh, the ones that do, they'll be like, I saw you on TV one time in a snooker match, I think, <laughs> or something. I'm like, what the hell is snooker? I had to look that up. It's a billiards game. Really? <laughs> so, yeah. Some old ass. Yeah. They're making fun of how long it's been. Yeah. So I wondered, because when I played it, it was Animal Crossing New Leaf. Yeah. And this is like the updated... With Amiibo Festival. Welcome Amiibo version. I wondered if that that was the difference, like if it's two separate games, basically. Uh, I think it's just a a massive tack-on to the existing game. Just a huge update. Yeah. Uh, So I'll probably be playing that for a while. I actually brought it over here in sleep mode, hoping we would spot pass something, in case there's Mm, some sort of trading feature. I'll turn on my 3DS. If you don't mind, sir. I'll do it. Also on 3DS, I'm working my way through Luigi's Mansion. I finally uh, unwrapped my copy and popped it in. All the I think it's the Nintendo effect of like seeing all these games that they're the sequels for them are coming out. And I get like, way more excited about Nintendo stuff after a direct. Right. Yep. So you see the direct effect of that is the Animal the Crossing direct effect. The, the direct effect. Yep. Coming from direct directly from me to you on the 69th episode. It directly affects you. <laughs> And uh, that Luigi's Mansion is still a damn good game. There's, 
the uh, the mechanics of like grabbing the ghost, shocking the ghost with the flashlight, and then pulling back on the stick. I find it's Still. a little harder to do personally to me, uh, but. So the only thing I've struggled with so far is the controls a little bit. Because That's I'm what not, I'm saying. The controls are a little odd. I'm not quite sure because I'm playing on a new 3DS, right? So I have the mm-hmm. C-Stick, but then it also uses the, the gyro controls. So it's like, which one am I actually going to... But I haven't had trouble with catching ghosts or anything yet. I like having the... Uh, even though it's a new 3DS and the, the, with the super stable 3D effect, Yeah. I don't... The gyro controls throw off the 3d a little bit and i like i like having them on so okay i like i like barely turning mine on but it throws it off a little bit so Uh, on that note i found like animal crossing it i remember this from my 3ds days in the past like some games i'll play with the full 3d effect on and it's perfect i don't think i've played any game with the full 3d really Mm. so animal crossing looks gorgeous i think it's because of the the way that game renders and like it's not a whole lot of stuff it's just a basic polygon it's a bright game too i find that dark games are where you have the ghosting you hit the nail on the head because yeah. it's Luigi's Mansion. There's ghosting and it's dark, and that's there's literal ghosting going on yeah. in that game. I'm looking at something and there's an image next to it, and I've got the new 3DS. I've got the improved 3D, and I'm like, what the hell? What am I doing yeah. wrong? That's why I barely click mine on, just enough for it to go click. Mine's that's fine. Mine's in the mid on Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. So I did the intro part, and I have done. I've got like the first couple keys. I tell you what, it's it's game changing on this version having that map on the bottom screen. Oh, it's definitely because you get a key, and instead of that's how they padded out that game because that game's only like four hours. That game is not long. It's not long <laughs> at all. So and I beat the GameCube one in one sitting. It was like a six-hour just playathon. That it was we the did. first GameCube game I played. Was it really? Yeah. Day one, that first, was my game. The first one I tried out was Rogue Squadron, but they probably well, had Luigi's tried Mansion out that, and and like had myself as two. Yeah, I mean, tried out was probably Rogue Squadron, but yeah, played as far as like I had was Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion, Mansion and Wave Race was my second one. Did you like Luigi's Mansion at launch? Like in yeah. retrospect, you weren't one of these. I, was I never all, understood the hate for it either. I was all about it. I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love Wave Race. We need another Wave Race. Bring it back. Is Wave Race four players? I don't know, but they need to bring it back. That'd be a fun I don't stream, care. right? That would be great. Uh, so I will continue Luigi's Mansion as well. I'm excited about you more should. Luigi's Mansion. Um, I like the shortness of this one. Like I remember it not being super long, and it's just a good experience. And from what I've read about the second one on 3DS, it's kind of padded out. Like, nah, second one's great. It's good? It's worth going through? Okay. I think you would actually like the second one better because it's built for more portableness. Because okay. it's... Um, Unlike the first one where you have the whole mansion to go through and you go through the whole thing, uh, the second one is uh, missions. So you go through, you do a mission. It starts off a little slow because they're handholdy, like they've gotten over the last couple of years. But, yeah. uh, I yeah. think that's what I didn't get past on my first playthrough when it came out because I was there day one on Luigi's Mansion too. Mm-hmm. All right, that's my games played, sir. I see some exciting stuff on your list I want to hear about. Yeah. So I didn't play any 3DS in fact, I'm looking, I'm looking at this now. Everything I played was on Xbox, but different Xboxes. So. Except for Trails. Except for Trails of Cold Steel 2. Cesar's is, not here, and of course we still have to get a damn Trails update. Which he's not figures. going Yeah, he's not going to probably listen to this episode. Uh, but if he does, just in case, I'll keep spoilers to a zero. To a zero. Because that's, I, that's beat, more I beat the game. You're done. I beat Trails of Cold Steel 2. Was it good? It was fantastic. You Although... This is the one where I was playing it on Vita. I was waiting for the PS4 version. I got the PS4 version, and it's like one of those that I, I, I'm i like, what exactly is going on? I kind of uh, get what was going on, but right. by the time the game ended, I'm just like, I kind of get it, but I need to watch I need to watch a recap video or read a plot summary or something because I'm not 
up on everything that happened. Right. Plus, did I it let you transfer your save from Vita to PS4? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, there's no way I would have beat it in a week. Right. <laughs> any other way. Right. I also didn't play uh, Trails in the Sky like Cesar did, so I'm sure there's some background stuff yeah, some that extra, I'm missing. Extra layers of characters. But uh, yeah, I really liked it. I, I didn't realize I was that far along until they're like, this is going to be the final... They, they flat out said, this is the final dungeon. I'm like... Like, the game tells you, you're not going to be able to go back after this. I like when stuff does that. Yeah, so if you have something to do, go do it now. Right. So I was like, oh, well. Get it done if you're wanting to. Yeah, so uh, it took me about 10 hours to get through that last little bit, that last chapter, but... From that point of the warning on was 10 hours? Yeah, about 10 hours. I mean, it was was a pretty hefty game. I think How Long to Beat puts it at 60 hours and took me around 47. And so you're excited about the new one now? Yeah, that was coming out in September. You're super pumped. But I did, uh, I did the same thing with the last one where Trails of Cold Steel 2 was about to come out, and I was like, well, I guess I need to hurry up and finish Cold Steel 1. The and direct I, effect. I was sitting, exactly. I was sitting on that one, hurried up and finished it, 2 came out, played it a ton, yeah. got almost done with it, stopped, and then, yeah, so I'll probably do the same thing with 3. I'll play mostly through it and then wrap it up right before 4 comes out. So Good times. Yeah. Another game I'm doing that with, um, and this is... This I was going to completely start over. Okay. And that's Shinmu 2, which I love Shinmu. It's my favorite game of all time. Uh, but Shinmu 2, even though the story is fantastic, it is probably not one of my favorite games. Uh, it is a it is a bit of a grind. I, don't, I had, Back when 2015, when they had started, well, when that Kickstarter started. Yeah. I played through Shinmu 1. I can't 1. believe it's been four years. I played through Shinmu 1, no problem, and I started a file of Shinmu 2 on Xbox, playing on Xbox 360. So, okay. uh, I didn't finish that file, and but I was about halfway through it, so I just picked that back up. I'm like, I really don't care about achievements that much with this sort of game. Right. Uh, I just need to get kind of caught up on the plot. So you didn't want to play the new the new remaster or whatever. I just didn't want to start over. Yeah. I was too far in. What gets uh, grindy about that one? Is that the, the uh, forklift stuff? No, the forklifts in the first one. And that's actually a lot of fun to me. Okay. Uh, there's a part in Shinmu 2 where you have to go get. Uh, it's all money based. A lot of the like halt parts are money based. So they gate it off with a. There's currency. like a guy you have to meet, and he requires five hundred dollars to meet him. So at this point in the game, you know, I've seen movies that start off that I'm way. I'm just like, ah, uh, I only have like a hundred dollars, and like nothing pays much. Because it's the '80s, right? Yeah, Late nothing. 80s. Nothing pays much. Yeah. So, and you get a. a I'm not really a big spoiler because it happens in the first five minutes of the game. All your money gets stolen that you had with you. Okay. Um, so, pro tip, Shinmu 2, get off the boat and go buy everything. And that way you have nothing to get stolen and you need to go sell the stuff that you bought. That is smart. Yeah. You're not going to get all your money back, but you get most of it back. Is that transferring the save file over? Uh, you could initially, but this one, um, I did not. Does that work on the remasters? Can you transfer your files straight from one to two? That's a good question. I have no idea. Kind of curious. I don't know. Because I saw it was in Game Pass. How is it in Game Pass all of a sudden? It's crazy. I mean, Metro Exodus is in Game yeah. Pass. Yeah, and that's a brand new release. So, um, yeah, because I, I 100%ed Shinmu 1 on PS4 and Xbox One. I don't know. I guess I could find that out, but... How long does that take to beat? But you're pretty much but a Shenmue master one? at it. Yeah. Shenmue 1 uh, takes about, I'd say, a new person about 10 hours, me about 6. Okay. Uh, Shenmue 2 takes 12, 15. And I'm not an expert at Shenmue 2. That's the thing. I have to look up what to do. It's a lot more quick time events. There's a lot of stuff that I just, I'm personally not good at or yeah. I find grindy. Right. The story is still fantastic. The story's good. But 
I'm excited for Shinmu 3. Those Hopefully are on my we'll... list of shame. I need to knock those out because I kickstarted Shinmu 3. You want to go through Shinmu 1? I'm down. Shinmu 2, you're on your own. <laughs> so You want to play one together? If you want to, I can get you through it really quickly. Be a so, fun stream. It's fun. Let's do it. It's a good game. And I, I've recently played it too, so I could probably almost speedrun the thing. Okay. Uh, the only bad thing about one is there's some parts where, like in two, if you have to wait till the next day, they'll be like, do you want to wait till the next day? There's nothing else to do today. And they'll let you skip. Gotcha. One, you have to wait. Gotcha. Like you'll literally, that would not be a good stream because you'd be sitting there waiting at a bus stop. <laughs> Come back to us uh, in yeah. 10 minutes. In 10 minutes when the bus shows break. up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, bathroom break, so. It did have a clock. It was a much quicker clock though, right? It wasn't like Animal Crossing with the oh, real Oh God. No, that would be terrible. That'd be awful. Yeah. Maybe Shinmu 3 will have a real-time clock. Oh, God, I hope not. The Animal Crossing of Shinmu. 30 minutes for for a real bus to show up. Oh, shit. And oh, the God. bus breaks down yeah. randomly. That would not be good. Uh, everything else was backwards-capable testing. Uh, okay. So they... What was it? E3, they put out their last batch. And these are all original Xbox games. I We went over that list. Popped into the I'm Xbox so One X. so sad that program is ending. Yeah, I, I have a feeling maybe it'll move on i don't know in some shape or form on the next system but yeah uh all those on the next on that that last list were really good uh i popped in indiana jones and the emperor's tomb which is a really good uh 3d action platforming game you sent me a picture of that and it was freaking gorgeous dude it looks so good i want to see that what do we already have to look at in there next uh ghost recon ghost i want to see ghost recon let's just pop in a bunch of shit and i want to see indiana jones <laughs> this is what i do at home it's the exact that's, same thing i mean that that's why i popped these in because i was like man these look great uh indiana jones blew me away with how good it looked did it yeah because it's it's full 16 by 9 i mean a lot of these games i pop them in i'm like oh it's letterboxed yeah, or whatever you see but, the four by three window yeah i'm just like no but this not nah, full screen awesome super clean awesome. super smooth and the game holds up it was I'm, good on xbox it looked great on xbox yeah i'm surprised at how well it holds up I, it's been forever since i played it so uh, next, I popped in Splinter Cell Chaos Theory, which is not a complete 16 by 9 It has some weird aspect, like where it has a cutoff at okay. the top, uh, but it looks fantastic, looks too. Looks good. Um, that, I played the first mission on that one. Let's play that local co-op. That'd be a good time. Okay. I'll give that a shot. Because it's a different co-op campaign, right? With the two of them? Mm, or do you try, play through try. the same campaign? No, I, I'm, I pretty, I'm pretty sure it's ones. different. Yeah. I thought that one had... Um, Lambert. No. Well, it does have Lambert, yes. But, uh, <laughs> it does have Lambert. Lambert is in that one. I'm trying to remember Mainly. which one had Spies versus Mercs. What was that one? That was Pandora Tomorrow. Okay. And this one had a version of that. Okay. So I remember Double Agent. The Double Agent version of the original Xbox version had Spies versus Spies, which is a another game based off a comic. It's also a mad comic. That's yeah. what I, <laughs> exactly. But now you would uh, it just. It was like a multiplayer match where, but they're all spies. There are no mercs. Um, so you used to go through that and just plant mines in the vents and just wreck up the kills. Right. Because everyone would be trying to sneak around. Trying to go through the vents. Uh, but yeah, chaos theory, good stuff. I spelled chaos wrong. I really don't care. <laughs> On our little paper here. Choas. Choas. Choas theory. Children's Healthcare of Atlanta's theory. Split herself. Good job. It works. It does. That's a valid acronym. <laughs> No, it's okay. That's and then lastly, I popped in uh, Armed and Dangerous, which we had talked about previously on the show. It's a good little. You sold me on this before, and when they announced this, I got one off of eBay. It's such a it. little simple run and gun, but it has such good humor. Good stuff. Some of the cutscenes, I was literally laughing out loud at. They were has so the, good. Has the humor aged well? Some, Some of, of it's stuff? a little juvenile. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. 
Some so, of it's a little juvenile, but some of it is great. There's been several things from that era that have not aged particularly well. Like, uh, just for example, and this doesn't really ruin anything, this is like a, an example of a joke that I thought was great. Uh, there's this uh, army that's coming to attack this town, mm-hmm. and they're, you know one of the guys runs off, and you're like, where'd he go? And it's like, oh, he just... <laughs> Later you see that he was like moving the sign that said which direction the town was in, because like, one direction said, oh, this is the town, and one said, this is a nursing home. So he had the... He had the town pointed toward the nursing home, and he gets back to town or whatever, and then they look at the newspaper, and it says, Nursing Home Becomes Nursing Hell. That's great. <laughs> because the army invaded that's, the nursing home. Okay, that's good humor. That's fine. That's great. And they're like, what happened? Why'd they attack this thing? And that, well, the guy that flipped the sign's like, I don't know. <laughs> Heartless. And dan- armed and dangerous. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's a very simple shooter. It's not very hard, but it's... It's also in a weird aspect ratio. It's like 21 by 6 or something. There's like some heavy bars up That's top and funky. bottom. Yeah. It's very odd. Uh, but it plays way smoother. Obviously, it looks better, but it doesn't chug, which is the main thing. You can get this on PC as well. Okay. Uh, the cutscenes look terrible because they're all compressed and okay. shitty looking. But I noticed that with, um, I think I popped in Pandora tomorrow because that's just the one I had on hand. Mm-hmm. Oh, the cutscenes were bad. And some of the menus, like the, the way the menu overlays are, they don't get upscaled. They're kind of funky. Also, Armed and Dangerous, the character models look like somebody made them in Gary's mod. They're just, they're so bad looking. But it's, it's, they're so bad looking to the point where it's funny. It's endearing. It fits It's the, like, uh, okay, it's this is thing. so goofy looking. Plus the guy that does, uh, Legacy of Cain does the Elder God voice. He's okay. not alive anymore. I can't remember that voice actor's name. He has such a iconic voice. He's the main villain in this one. I, it kicks me. I can't remember his name, but yeah. I've been thinking about firing up Soul Reaver. Soul Reaver. I'll give it a shot. That guy. <laughs> that dude. Yeah. The, specifically. The guy that says uh, says it like that, yeah. Soul Reaver 2 is a good game. Actually, all the Soul Reavers are good. They need to remaster those. Should. Is that still under IDOS? Do they still have the uh, licensing for that? I believe so. They brought everything else back out. Might as well that, right? Oh, my God. I would, I'd be so down for a, a Blood Omen 3. I like Blood Omen Next gen, more. Blood Omen. You like them more than the Soul Reaver? I like Blood Omen 2 is probably my favorite Legacy of Cain game. So that uh, and Legacy of Cain Defiance. Cain is like a fantastic character. I mean, Those were the last ones, right? Those Defiance the was the last one. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, actually, Blood Omen Two came out after Soul River Two, I believe. I think they came out very close to each other. Amy Hennig joints. Yeah. That one podcast I've recommended before, the Academy of Arts and Sciences Interactive Entertainment or something like that. Yeah. She was on there, and she's talking about like the design philosophy from uh, Soul River. Mm-hmm. But she's talking to, every once in a while there's another host, but the main host is Ted Price, the Insomniac guy. Okay. Uh, Ratchet and Clank, Spyro, uh, Spider-Man, he's been on there talking about Spider-Man. I've been been playing that Spider-Man DLC as well, but yeah, I'll talk about that next week. And uh, she was talking about the gliding mechanic, like the the process for how they created that Soul Reaver uh, character, Raziel, I think his name is. Raziel. Yeah. Like the process of how they went through design, like they came up with what type of game they wanted to make. Mm. Then they came up with, all right, how's the character going to move from one of these spaces to the next? What's he going to look like? Okay, he looks badass. That's how he's. <laughs> he's not going to glide to start with. We gave him wings so he could glide. So we're going to break his wings to start with. And mm-hmm. so that's how they enveloped the. Oh God, it was. You would dig this. Listen to that one episode for sure. It was great. I probably will. I'm a, I'm a, big Soul Reaver fan. That series, though, has probably one of the most annoying plots to follow because there's time travel involved. Really? And, but, yeah. But the series as a whole is, is great and it's probably, the, the probably has 
probably Kingdom has I don't know if it's Kingdom Hearts level. <laughs> That's actually pretty rough. Because Kingdom Hearts deals in a lot of abstract thoughts. That's why it gets me there. But dreams. Probably your probably your best voice acting, uh, voice acting cast. Soul Reaver. Soul Reaver. Oh my God. Kane, Raziel, the Elder God. They're Mobius. All good. All great. So very cool. What do you think about the Spider-Man DLC? You touched on that for a minute. Yeah, I'll talk about that more like next week because I've only played it very briefly. Okay. It's it's more. The only thing I have to say about it, I guess, now at this point is uh, jumping back in. They act like you didn't stop playing the game. Okay. <laughs> so I am not that good at combat now because it's been a while, and I'm right. getting my ass handed to me right. royally. They should start you off a little bit slower. It's tough to jump into those. It's like- tough. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not dying that much, but it's just like, man, I kind of like I keep wanting to hit triangle to dodge because yeah. that's what it is in every game ever. But no, in this one, it's circle. Uh <laughs> There's, but there's a big difference in DLC that's like, okay, this is add-on material versus this is in-game material. Yeah. And it sounds like the, the way they're pitching this and the way that you start up with it, it's more of in-game material. Like, all right, you just finished, you're maxed out, here you go. Yeah. And it's been a minute for you. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm kind of dying. There's a lot of enemies that are, like, there's an enemy with a minigun that just rips me to shreds. And I'm just like, ooh, how do I take care of him? Grind. Yeah, he grinds <laughs> me to bits. <laughs> he grinds me up, so... All right, sir. We're just under an hour at 53 minutes. You got anything else you want to That's wanna, not too bad for a two-person thing. This is a pretty short and sweet episode. How, how long did. was uh, you and Cesar's? Those are the ones I kind of didn't listen to because I was just, just – I wasn't – I didn't really listen to too many podcasts at all. We had – I think we were averaging like an hour and 25 minutes. Yeah. But this is also in the midst of his trails adventure, so he, he, fills, trails, in, he fills in some trails tales. Trails tales. And we were having a lot more news. This is the week after E3, so it's – Not a lot of shit going on. Nope. Yeah. This is uh, the product of its but environment. It's, but it's been super slow going on uh, playing video games, so I'm really excited to actually getting more into them. Dude, uh, this is the most I've played in probably a month and a half, maybe two months, being yeah. able to dive into the to carrying the 3DS around. 3DS and, is uh, good shit, man. I got, um, was it uh, Persona Q2? I haven't even opened. Was Yokai, you said there's a new Yokai watch. Is Yoka, that coming oh for 3DS God. also? That's uh, Switch. It's coming for Switch now. Next okay. week. That's in your hell week. What else coming out this next week? So next week for me is kind of a hell week. So on Friday I'll have uh, Judge Eyes at or Judgment. Which, yeah. Which one is it for us? We got Judgment. Judgment. I was Project gonna... Judgment or Project Judgment. Okay, so Judgment comes out. Yeah. And I think Friday the Sinking City comes out Friday, which I'm super Looks into. Great. And uh, Yokai Watch Four comes out on Friday on Switch. So. I'm excited about that as well. Excellent. So one for each, an Xbox, getting Singing City, Judge Eyes, or Judgment, and then, yeah, so one for everything. I think the only thing on tap for me is Bloodstained, my Kickstarter-backed I did get that in and played it a little bit as well. It's pretty good. We discovered earlier you cannot uh, access the credits from the... Yeah, we need to find a way to find that, because we're... That's kind of annoying. We're looking to see if your name's in there. I don't think it is, because I I didn't didn't put enough money into it, I don't think, so... So when I looked at my Kickstarter, it said I was on the $60 tier, but I looked at the backing thing, and it was $100, so I hit the... Did you get the slipcover and everything? You got the nice Uh, slipcover? I just got the regular box. (laughs) Did you buy it at the retail? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay, so you didn't kickstart it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Okay, okay. No, I did kickstart it, but I didn't get the game. I didn't get the game from them. I just gave them some money. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So we did the higher tiers then. Yeah. What'd you do on the Shinmu one? Because uh, we did the name in the credits lot. on that one too. Okay. <laughs> oh no, I got it's my okay name. I got my name in the credits, and I got the game and the art book and some other stuff. I also did that Shinmu documentary. Okay. Uh, that supposedly comes out this year. And there's actual a McLeod character that you paid for to be in, <laughs> to be in the game. I think Yu Suzuki signs something. <laughs> Okay, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember exactly. 
are, are we going to be able to play the little gotcha game and get a Michael McLeod action figure? That would be out of kick ass. That would be a nice I have noticed order, right? on uh, Bloodstain, like a lot of the photos in the background, it's like those are pretty obvious. Those are Kickstarter people. Yeah. Because they're like poorly photoshopped Draculas and stuff. That's honestly the only negative I've heard of heard from Bloodstain. People the, the early reaction on Bloodstain is really positive. Oh, my costume cosmetic thing, they need to patch that out. That's my only negative I've really had, so you're just walking around in a dress and some medieval looking helmet looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> looks so dumb. You had a strange look at get up. And I'm just like, sure. okay. That's for sure. All right, let's get on out of here. We're just under an hour. Uh, you can whoop, find whoop. this find this podcast on on at on Stitcher. This is the first one I'm going. SoundCloud. Oh, I usually say Stitcher next. Uh, <laughs> Stitcher. <laughs> iTunes. Stitcher again. Uh, Spotify. Google Play. And Overcast. Good job. My preferred client. We got all the things. Yes. All the things were done. And the Epic Game Store. Don't forget that. We're exclusive We are exclusive. There. We announced that deal last week. I yep. forgot about that. Yep. Well done, sir. Mm-hmm. We're getting, those royalty checks should start coming in yep. in the next month we're or gonna two. Put it in our, uh, we're going to put it in our storage locker full of money. <laughs> that we'll be able to pull from to build studios out of. Exactly. That's how much the Epic Game no Store. No podcast games. We're going to take, take them over. We're going to have our own... Uh, our own service, our own launcher. I forgot we got to introduce ourselves as No Podcast brought to you by Epic Game Store. Exactly. Or presented by Epic Game Store. Yeah, and Taco Bell. <laughs> and Taco Bell. They are our two sponsors. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Just search for No Podcast. We're there under both. Michael keeps the Instagram account pretty active. Eh, I need to throw sometimes that. I do. I need to throw some of that. I take decent pictures, like interesting stuff at least. My, my phone doesn't really take that good of photos, to be honest. So I I need to take a couple photos around here now that I've been rearranging things. Just show some setups or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. We got everything out of the way. Did you do? We did. Drop that. We dropped that. We're on YouTube. We got some videos on YouTube. Check us out. We have a couple, yeah. We need to get back to more of that. Yes. I've got that retro tank now. Everything I've thrown at that retro tank has been awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll show you some of the gameplay footage if you want to see some we'll of the. Be streaming some Shinmu in the near future. Hopefully. There we go. We can play it on native hardware if you want to. And no, uh, the load times alone. Yeah, we'll just go totally ahead and play the, We'll just go ahead and play the rematch. Totally worth it. Plus, I can get you uh, a platinum or a thousand. Gamer score. Never gotten a platinum trophy. Whichever you prefer. You've never gotten a platinum trophy. Well, then we'll do it on PlayStation. Let's do it. And we'll get you a platinum. Let's do it. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Thank you for joining us for another week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Adios. Now he's not going to say anything. It's kind of weird sounding. Kitty. Kitty. Touch your belly. Kitty. Ooh. Kitty, kitty. Say stuff. There you go. There we go, finally.